1: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC.
2: Right now, you can get 25% off your first purchase of Strava Craft Coffee when you use code DNVR25. Not only do we love what Strava tastes like and we pretty much run off of coffee, but it's also CBD infused and that helps with so many ailments. It's different for everyone. Check out their reviews and you'll be blown away with people's stories about how Strava has helped them. They deliver straight to your door, and after your first order, you can get 20% off indefinitely with their subscription service. So check out StravaCraftCoffee.com today and try out their delicious CBD-infused coffee. Be sure to use that DNVR25 code. Welcome in to the DNVR Avalanche podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Use code DNVR when you sign up for a new account to get amazing odds boosts every single day. Ruto, AJ, and Jesse coming at you. As we now know, Nathan McKinnon is going to miss at least, well, not necessarily at least, give or take was the official term, three weeks, according to Jared Bednar. Uh, There are also some other swirling questions about Sam Gerrard leaving practice with a potential injury, and that being unclear, so everything is on fire, and the Avs are burning down actively at the moment when it comes to injuries
1: <laughs> according to my mention someone thinks someone said the season's over they got the worst oh. goal in the division and these injuries after every game just what just cancel the remaining 72 yeah, back it up boys
0: yeah I'm done let's done just keep cashing our checks we'll go do something else for the next six months <laughs> yeah yeah we'll
1: go yeah, hang out done. in Arizona yeah let's go that sounds good to you guys the app season is over so I'm down with that
2: Oof. Yeah, the F season is over. Arizona has a one-win team right now, but uh jump go hang out with them, I guess. <laughs> so, <laughs> that jump.
1: Honestly, no one no No one should be anywhere near a cliff. This is, we're we're 2 minutes into this show and I know we're going to get into all this, but like everybody needs to chill the F out. Like it's fine. It's fine. You're 10 games into the season, you're fighting through some injury problems. The Pittsburgh Penguins have Penguins have been without Sidney Crosby of Guinea Malkin, Jeff Carter. The, the, like the list goes on and on and on. And they are not burning everything to the ground. Yo, Everybody, th- chill out.
0: Yeah. I <laughs> <laughs> We're not without Jeff Carter. That dude, that dude showed up last night and showered himself in Welch's fruit snacks. Okay. Welch's fruit yeah. snacks. Yeah, that's his shit. Really?
2: All right, in. I'll take your word for it.
1: Yeah, we should just cancel the season. We need to get you a new mic. Yeah, we true, We'll try again. We <laughs> I don't think it's the mic,
0: man. it's my old ass computer. All right, pony oh, up for ghost? a new one.
2: Ooh, it could be a ghost. I like this theory.
0: I don't think the ghost is messing with my USB ports. <laughs> I, mean, I, I, I don't. I don't know a whole lot about the spiritual realm, fellas. But I don't know. I don't think that that's. Look, man, if I I, was I feel like it closes my door, my, my bathroom door every once in a while. And that's OK. But I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Do I don't know, know about him messing with my USB stuff. Do you remember those
1: couple shows that we were doing a few years ago where we had to. Like your mattress, like. F- like flipped. I had something crazy happen with your bed, like mid show. And I was like, I'm not even comfortable talking to you on the other end of this computer right now. <sighs>
2: gonna get infected by the ghosts. <laughs> yeah yeah yeah
1: I was like, he's, he's gonna reach through the USB port it's all making sense now
2: <laughs> it's gonna happen <laughs> coming after you well right now the abs could uh, could shake the injury ghost a little bit it would probably help them but the reality is what we know for sure is they're without McKinnon for roughly the next three weeks um, the replacement is pretty straightforward right you just move Kadri up to the top line Yes, no.
1: I think you start with, I think they're going to start with Comfer there.
2: You think they go Comfer first? That's, uh, it's a weird spot, right? Because Kadri has been successful this season in this position that he's in.
0: Yeah, with line mates that change every game, might as well put him on the top line.
2: With line mates that change every game, but at the same time, if you put him on the top line, he's going to be going against tougher competition. Now, you don't really have a better center to put in that spot without Nathan McKinnon. So that part of it is a little bit of a, a it's tough to balance. We'll put it that way. Um, it certainly seems like there's going to be potentially more opportunity for Alex Newhook to find it's his way to center somewhere in this lineup though. Um, put him there. Put just one C do what chat wants and YOLO the one C.
0: Yeah.
2: What does it matter? <laughs> I
1: mean, sure, I, 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 I'd honestly... I, I'd be willing to bet that he at least gets a couple shift looks there.
2: Yeah, I mean... If I've, nothing else. I have no doubt they'll double shift the heck out of Rantanen and Landis Gog. They, yeah. Anytime anyone's injured, they do it with McKinnon down the lineup. So, would not surprise me one bit to see, to see a, a number of guys get shifts with the with the top two forwards but ultimately the lineup are we expecting something to solidify here or are we expecting full blend
0: oh uh, i think eventually they'll find something that they i i think it's kadri i think kadri okay. will be the guy there and i think that they'll just roll that and then uh i think that uh, Comfort probably gets the shot at that two C and then new hook is the wild card. How does he play? Mm-hmm. Yep.
1: Yeah, I, I really do. I think if new hook, uh, <clears throat> he, if he comes out and, and, and he plays the type of game that, that he's shown his entire career, he plays, if he's putting pucks in the net, if he's creating opportunities, um, I think he'll get a shot, um, at least, somewhere up up in the lineup i'm not sure if he'll end up uh in that nathan mckinnon spot at any point over the next couple of weeks but uh yeah I, th- I think they're gonna try a few different looks I-, I i really do i mean going purely based off practice last couple of days uh j uh jt Confer's gotten gotten it looks like he's gonna get first crack at that spot um don't know how long it sticks but uh i think i think that's where they start
2: okay so the other side of this conversation, then, look, I, it's not what anyone wants to hear, but Nathan McKinnon having an injury that is only three weeks—really not that bad.
1: Yeah, Can- mm. given given that it's a give or take.
2: It, maybe it ends up being four or five or whatever. Yeah, I, I mean if it I was, look I if was it gonna go the other way. I was going to be optimistic and go No, never. Two. Never with injuries. That's a <laughs> Look, if it's
0: if it's 3 weeks, you're talking about December. Well, we're talking about December 1st being the when first time back, that they yeah. get their lineup together. And that's assuming Gerard's fine. Absolutely nothing happens between yet. now and then, Yeah, you know, like there's uh Uh, all three weeks, it's three weeks like if you just look at three weeks in a vacuum it's not that it's not that long but season's already the season's already four weeks old so yeah I mean you are where you are you can only go
2: forward but it's not like the Avs are all of a sudden out without of McKinnon for the season or something like
0: that sure but we, you're talking I mean they uh, they have not had to do this yet. Uh, they have not had to try and find a way for an extended period of time without Nathan McKinnon. It's
2: it's definitely a hill for them to conquer. Over the last two years, it's kind of been the opposite thing, right? They've had McKinnon have to lead them during stretches without Rantanen or Landis Gog and get yeah. the job done. Now it's the other way around where the team needs to step up and find ways to win without Nathan McKinnon. Um look, it's a relatively good time in the schedule as far as the quality of teams that they're going to be playing. It's a time in the schedule where we've talked about it for the last couple of shows. They have to start winning games with a regularity. McKinnon out or not, you know, they have, they might have an excuse now, but at the end of the day, that excuse doesn't mean anything. They have to find a way to win.
1: Yeah, honestly, for me, this – man, could I end up eating these words here in three weeks. But, like, this is something that – maybe this is something that this team needs where, hey, you don't don't have the guy to come bail you out. You have to go earn these wins. Everyone's got to be skating. Everyone's got to be pulling the rope in the same direction. Um, You know, he hasn't played particularly great to start the season, but you don't have that Nathan McKinnon – uh, you know, cushion to fall back on that. Oh, well, Nate can just go out there and dominate. No, you need guys to step up, you need guys to come up through the lineup. Um, I, I think this could be something that ends up being good for them. And yeah, I know, like, like I said, I, I could end up eating these words, um, here in just a couple of weeks, but but this could be something that they need to, I mean, this is something they need to rally around. And and you hope that they, you know, harness that energy in the right way and, and put it towards actually. Um, you know, showing up with some effort and kind of showing, hey, w- we are a really good team, right? That that that's what everyone's talked about with this team for the last couple of years is the depth, is that they're no longer just a one-line team. Having Nathan McKinnon and Miko Rantanen, is, you know, it's great. They add so much, but you are your depth is supposed to be able to shine through. And to me, that should still be this the one of the storylines of this week. You're getting a lot of that depth back. Down your lineup, you have a lot of your main contributors back they need to step up as well. Even if Nathan McKinnon was in the lineup, you need those guys to step up as well. Uh, Spotlight definitely shifts to Miko Rantanen. Uh, If you go look at the Toronto Maple Leafs, they've started to turn things around, and it is almost exclusively because their top guys, their highest paid guys.
2: Mitch Marner started scoring for them.
1: Mitch Marner, Austin Matthews, John Tavares. Um, there, There was a stat just a couple nights ago before their game with LA where... Ten consecutive goals were scored by that group of group of guys Ooh. right there. That's what the abs need. They need those top guys to start firing, um, and and then you need some of your depth to start coming through. And, and I still think they'll be fine.
2: Yeah, it's so it's an interesting conversation, right? Because obviously, certainly our podcast has been pretty vocal that Mac has not played his best. Um, he has only one goal. So from that regard. Doesn't feel like the abs are losing a lot of goal scoring there. McKinnon shooting like four percent this year. The other side of that conversation is he's got ten points on the season. He still was finding ways to be productive, even if it wasn't in the critical moments that we're used to seeing McKinnon be productive in. He was still getting his points, and the abs need someone to produce those points. Now, Gabe Landeskog has ten points on the season. Asim Kadri has 10 points on the season. JT has found his way to nine points on the season. You get those three guys continuing to produce at the rates they've been. And then you add in Miko Rantanen and being healthy and putting it together. This doesn't seem like an impossible task for the avalanche. It does not seem like it should be that hard for them to survive without Nathan McKinnon and even rattle off a number of wins. So what, I mean, what are our expectations for this team without Nathan McKinnon over the next three weeks? I, a lot of people were saying, oh, you know, they really should win five out of their next six. Is that still the goal here? Could yep. be. Okay. So no, essentially no change in what they need to get done.
0: Uh, I think that... I think the ads have to throw in the bin who they've been the last few years and they have to do everything they can to become the Dallas stars until New York Islanders lean into your strength right now, play to your strength, your strength right now, the, the, the heart of your team, the most talented part of your team is your defense and your starting goaltender lean into that. Try and win two, one.
1: Yeah.
0: I mean, you've got McCarr McCars coming back. Even if Sam Gerard misses tomorrow, it doesn't sound like that's a long-term thing. Yeah. Uh, and you and you know you you get Sam Gerard, Devon Taves, Po and Kael McCarr, Eric Johnson. If you finally get those five guys healthy, that's a, that's the heart of your team. That's your strength. Play into that. Be that. Yeah, um, I agree. Just and you're just surviving this. Like you just have to find a way to look at. Uh, we were talking yesterday, they get, they're getting healthy, this and that. They got to go on a run here. That's out the window, man. You need to be, you, you need to survive Nathan McKinnon's injury. If you're, if you're 500 and you still have a puncher's chance at the end of this, it's fine. Okay. Like you're, you're, you give yourself a chance. If you go 500, if you go under 500, it's going to get harder and harder and harder. Cause you're, it's already December at that point. And then who knows what injuries happen between now and then what the lineup looks like when McKinnon does come back. Can't just automatically assume at this point that it's just going to be healthy. I mean, we don't know what it looks like, but use the, use, use the, the strength of your team. Uh, it should be, should be, should be defense. Uh, you know, just, they just lock it down, play great defense. And you no longer have that ace up your sleeve of having the the world class elite center to lead you.
2: Yeah, definitely. Uh... So you got to find
0: a different way. You got to find a different way. You got to find a different path. You gotta. You gotta get. You got to get comfortable with a different personality, a different, a different mode of winning here.
2: Well, and there's no reason they shouldn't be able to lean on their defense, right? Yeah. It's, it's a defense we've talked about that could and should be one of the best, if not the best, in the
0: league. When it's when it's healthy, it should be the best defense in the league. Yep, so. just on paper, it should just be the best defense in the league. Sam Gerard's got to play better. Kyle McCarr's got to play better. But the way the way that Byram has played, you know, if Devontae's can can just be who he was last year, like. We know we know that the ceiling for the defense is huh, absurdly high. Yeah,
1: and, and you don't yeah,
0: even that's... need to – you just just get close to it. Just you don't you got touch God. Just get close to it.
1: And, and that's honestly my thing. I, I still do, even without Nathan McKinnon. I think this team is good enough that, especially given the strength of their schedule and and you know the the amount of games and stuff they're playing this month, um, they they, um should be a good stretch uh they should still be able to come out of this this month over 500 um in my opinion i think they still have the ability to come out of this month well over 500 Uh, but obviously losing nathan mckinnon hurts that but no i i fully agree with aj you got to find a different way to do it um you're gonna have to lean on on your d you're gonna need some production from your d um you're gonna need those those key contributors who are still in your lineup up front uh to to pick up the scoring pace a little bit but uh, no, I, I agree with AJ for the most part that yeah, you're gonna have to change up the way that you're doing this a bit, but um, a, a winning record for this month should still absolutely be the expectation. Uh, and 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 I think they got the ability to do it if if um they can make some
2: adjustments, all right. So, it, I guess we'll get into that question in a second. If you want to numb the pain. Go get Breckenridge Brewery, the official beer of DNVR. You can get eight different kinds on tap down at the DNVR bar and check out your local liquor store for a bunch near you. You can use their online Breck beer locator if you want to see exactly what they have in and around your area. Once you've done that, be sure to hit up the Ball Corporation as they are hiring right now. You can get yourself a job down at their Golden Plant if you text JOBS to 77222 or go to jobs.ball.com. They have a great work culture where you get, first of all, paid a living wage. So that's a great start in and of itself. They have good benefits. And specifically when it comes to having holes in your resume, if you need to take a class to help fill something out, they will help you get all hooked up with that. So they have comprehensive insurance and they also have a 401k retirement plan. So they got you totally covered even stock purchase ownership program. So whatever you want your benefits to be with ball, they can hook you up with that. Again, hit up jobs.ball.com for an application. Yeah, that's the word, an application to see what jobs they have out there for you. Uh, Also, we do have a watch party coming. Tomorrow at the DNVR bar. So come on down, come watch the, uh, the Vancouver game with us should be a fun time. Even if it is without McKinnon still feeling pretty good about the abs as, as everyone has said here, surviving without Nathan McKinnon means that they should be over 500 means they should probably still beat teams like Vancouver. So come have a good time down at the DNVR bar. Come say hi to us. Have a chat. Always fun with, uh, with Avs people in the house at the DNVR bar. Second period of the DNVR Avalanche podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. So, are we... I, I want to get into the Maltev conversation a little bit here. Is there any expectation that the Avs may bring up another player or are they just going to run Sherwood and Magna in the lineup with Nathan McKinnon out? They should
0: bring up Maltev.
2: Sure, I, I understand what they should do, or at least what we think they should do,
0: but what will they do? Probably just see what happens. Yep.
1: <clears throat> okay. Yeah, I think they're just going to roll with it for for at least the immediate.
2: Yeah, I that would not come as a particularly big surprise to anyone. I think, um, the. Some of the part of this that has me concerned is that bottom six, right? We've we've already talked about the lack of production that has come from there, and now you're talking about moving guys up in the lineup because you have to with McKinnon out. Is how do you find that production? Is it really just does all of that production in your bottom six fall squarely on the shoulders of Alex Newhook dropping in and being an engine for them?
1: No. Cause I mean, here, here's the other thing that the, the Nathan McKinnon McKinnon injury in the last day is like, they're they've still gotten three guys back in the lineup this week, this week that you're uh four. four guys back this week that have that are all players that play in the top of your lineup. Like Nathan McKinnon comes out. It's a huge hole to fill. But again, even just the way it's configured at practice, you plug in JT Confor there you still have a third line that you feel all right about with Tyson Joe, Logan O'Connor Alex Newhook um you got a second line that that's got Nazem Kadri Andre Burakowski like you've still got good depth that is my point like i just don't understand i'm actually getting like annoyed at the way that people are treating this right now you're 10 games in you're definitely facing some adversity here you've got your top guy out of the lineup this is still a really deep really talented team that has gone through a below average 10 game stretch seriously they rattle off even 3 wins in a row and and everyone feels completely different like you it's you, it's not like you are that far out of you know any of these conversations that losing Nathan McKinnon craters the season with 72 games to go like i i just i I think this is where everything that Joe Sackick has put together over the last several years, it's time for it to start coming through. You're in a little bit of a hole in the standings a little bit and you're missing your, 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 the, 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 what is normally the engine of your team. They have targeted high character leadership guys that, that have been around the league and have been impact players. They've got depth. They've got guys in the lineup that, that are there to handle these types of moments. I'm, you're never feeling good when Nathan McKinnon's out of the lineup, but like, I'm just not at that point where it's like, Oh, this is all terrible. Everything's horrible. They still have an offensive lineup before you even get to, you know, Kale McCarr, Bowen Byram, Devon Taves, uh, you know, who who are all going to be point producers as well. Um, You need the guys in the lineup to start. Everybody needs to start playing to their ability. That has been the problem. Their problem is that you have a bunch of guys that are underperforming right now. And that's not because of Nathan McKinnon. You finally have a lot of your guys that are back in appropriate spots in the lineup. You need those guys to get to the level that you know, they can be at. And that's exactly what this team has been built. This is exactly what this team has been built for able to handle injuries. You've got the depth, you've got the skill, you just need guys to play to their ability.
2: All right. Two questions. First question. Were injuries what we were expecting the tower card to look like this year? Sure. Second question. AJ, when you said that the avs were broken, did you realize that you meant that literally? No. No. <laughs>
1: Okay. Yeah, the word, the word fractured may end up coming back and biting us all in the ass.
2: <laughs> right now, we have certainly struggling to stay healthy, to say the least. But, uh, look, with this lineup how it is, I guess the next thing we can look at is power play one. Do you just drop both Kadri and Comfer on it? End up running Landis ranton and Kadri, Comfer, and Makar? Yep.
1: Uh, they've, they've had Berkey there the last couple days. Berkey's also
0: fine.
2: Berkey up there. Lead Cadry on PP2. Sure. Yeah. Okay. That functions.
0: What does PP2 look like then? Who cares? Don't put them on the ice. All right. Uh, I'm actually uh, not kidding. Don't put them on the ice. Run the, run the, run the top unit for two minutes. And then the last 30 seconds, get ready to go back to even strength. Just a waste of time.
1: Are you just saying that because PP2 has been that bad this year?
0: No, because I mean it's with with McKinnon out. If you put Berkey up on that top, I mean it's decimated. You're ta- you're you're running it with like Newhook and 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 jost and, and Why just leave your top unit out there?
1: Uh, I guess to to the point that you kind of called out the other day. I don't know if it was actually on the pod of that top unit's the one that ends up drawing a lot of penalties. And so they are in kind of this really weird, like they keep finding themselves in this like really weird gray area. Cause
0: then call your timeout.
1: I mean, you only have one.
0: Great.
2: Oh my God.
1: I, Great. I mean, call your one timeout and just say, can we use it in like 10 second chunks? So
0: we can space. It call your timeout. If you're that worried about it, like call your timeout. I mean, <laughs> You don't you 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 don't have a good alignment right now. You don't have a good option. Like, oh, you gotta do. You gotta have it. Why do you have to have a PP two right now? You don't have to. Something well, because, that says you've got to do this. Yeah, but but I mean, if if you get your,
1: you know, if Miko Rantan is the one that gets tripped up at the end of the fucking eighty second shift.
2: Look, if you're asking for production from less from players that you haven't expected a ton from yet, PP two is the place to get it, right? In my opinion and and I get it if you can put pp1 out there yeah you're going to put your best players out there that should be the case always it already is for the most part but you can't always do that you can't just play your top line players for 40 minutes a night it's just not realistic it's
0: not what i'm saying but i'm saying you don't need to you don't need to mess around with the pp a pp2 you just don't need to I don't know if I'm buying that story.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say I, I disagree with that one.
0: You just don't need to. It's not doing. I mean, it's I, 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 it, it I scored it scored the other day. That was cool. Uh, again, it it helps that Elvis Merzlikens just decided that he was done moving. Uh, Wasn't
2: technically a power play goal either,
0: but was it was it right <laughs> after? Yeah. That, yeah I, I mean, it's, so it's essentially a power play goal. Yeah. Right. Uh, no, I mean it just doesn't. I. I don't think it matters. We've watched Alex Ovechkin play the full two minutes of a power play for ten years. I get that that's one guy versus five.
2: Well, I was going to say, what I'm saying this like, is spot, yeah, yeah.
0: the entire power play. But I'm, but I'm, but I'm saying like you just don't, you just don't need to do that.
1: Well, and 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 so here's the other thing too, man. Like it, it it'd be different if PP one was, you know, going running at like a fifty percent clip right now. They haven't been very good either. What do they have to have two power play goals on the season? It's, like it's not good. Yeah. Like to me, like you're sitting there saying, Oh, who cares about PP two right now? Who cares about PP one? They both suck. Like, I, I don't know. I, I just, for me, if, if your first unit and, and the other issue is that first unit has had a they hard time. getting power even
0: play ass- goals. Just four. Okay. Just I was also curious. <laughs> I knew I knew three. they had at least three, but I didn't know how many more than that. They,
2: Ten point five percent, by the way. Yeah,
1: and and like that that first power play unit has had times struggling. Or they've had times where they've struggled to gain the zone, even. And if you're chasing the puck up and down for the first sixty seconds of a power play, why would that unit stay out there? Like you, you need to. You, the, my opinion, you need to get your second unit figured out. I think new hook maybe helps. Why? because that's literally what he's that's been doing like unit career.
0: doesn't I mean second second unit doesn't doesn't score very much anyway even that's like why a, I said
1: I think Alex Newhooks
0: like across a, f- a full season I just I mean when they're when they're when they're healthy I don't have an issue with this. cuz they've got what, they've Bruno, got the guys to make drop, this work we should <laughs> drop lines 2 3 and 4 while we're at it just, just run top those top guys, guys with Kyle and
1: Bowen Byram 60 minutes who cares anyways, guys down lineup aren't really producing anyways.
0: I, I mean, it's not, you're talking about, you're getting them out there for at most 45 seconds yeah. for your second, for your second unit. It's why a
2: converge these arguments a little bit. I, felt, Massive I issue see the point of for it the, for the power play, weeks. regardless of PP one or PP two, the only guy that's consistently getting them into the zone was Nathan McKinnon. Yep. They have a now serious... they've got Confer
0: and Burakovsky yeah. as the entry guys because Kale McCarr won't just go. Yeah. Because they keep telling him to drop it. How about Kale McCarr fake that drop pass again and just go get the zone? <laughs> Don't even fake the drop pass, just go get the zone. Like... Just drop it. <laughs> just dump it in. Yep. Yeah. Like dump it in and go win a go win a foot race. You built your whole identity around team speed. Yep. Go win a foot race. If they're going to all stand up at the blue line, which is how teams defend their power play right now, throw it in over their head and make them go from a standing position, turn around and skate. You've got the advantage. Do that. That I agree with.
2: I'm I'm happy with that. I think you do see the EVs get caught standing at the blue line themselves a little bit too often. And then they, they don't enter the zone with any speed then, right? You see, the drop pass back to McKinnon and McKinnon gets the zone with speed by himself, but it's three dudes standing at the blue line waiting for him to do that instead of all with their
1: backs to the net. Yeah. Even,
2: even one guy doing a simple circle back and entering the zone with speed is all you need. It's not anything super complicated, right? No,
0: it doesn't. It doesn't need a huge change. It just needs a wrinkle. Yep.
1: They actually, they, they had a couple different looks at it. Seemed like they were working on with zone entries yesterday when they did some power play work. Um, it just that that drop pass has just become so widely used across the NHL that it's, every team
0: does it. All thirty-two team teams does it. do it,
1: and everybody defends it. Everybody that's when when power plays are getting work in practice for every team. Every penalty kill is getting work on that drop pass. It is just not. I, I just. I'm not an NHL coach, but I just can't believe that there isn't a more effective zone entry there. I get it. You're not wanting to always dump the puck and potentially give up possession. Um, but I guarantee there is more than one look to possess the puck across the blue line.
0: Well, skating through four dudes. Isn't the answer either. Right, right, right. That's and that's why, saying. that's why they've learned. You just stand up at the blue line and you just throw the sticks, you throw the knees, you, you do whatever you can. To Columbus keep them from was standing up at the red line possessing the puck and I mean, you've seen teams dump it, just throw it in a couple of times and you'll be okay. You've seen teams right back to using it. Look,
2: we know that the, the drop pass works, right? Without getting into this argument, it's not where I want to go with it. Where I want to go with it is you can't use the drop pass every time because right now you have teams against the Avalanche have their high forward cheating all the way into the F zone. Like The couple of plays against Columbus, whether it was Makar or Byram or Gerard, would turn back to drop pass it. See, they literally couldn't because the guy is literally waiting there like, please drop pass it to me and I will have a shorthanded breakaway. Thank you. So they they have so aggressively moved to playing the abs a certain way that the abs have to do something different just to keep teams honest at this point. There is no there is no brute forcing your way through it. Just switch things up. Even if it's for a couple of power plays or a, a couple of games, if you keep teams honest, they can't do some of those things that prevent the AVs from running what they want to run.
1: Well, the, the whole the the effectiveness in that <clears throat> excuse me that drop pass play, especially when the abs first started running it years ago, was Tyson Barry's coming up the ice, and the threat was supposed to be. Hey, this guy with the puck can skate it into the zone. He can make a play and gain the the blue line. So it was supposed to draw attention, and then you you drop it to someone coming with much more speed. Rudo, to your point, nobody's being drawn in by that first guy anymore. Everybody yep. knows that it's just waiting for the the the, the trailer to come with speed, and it, it's just <clears throat> the the effectiveness of it just is not there.
2: Right and again, now, this,
1: this isn't necessarily just an abs problem
2: as it's currently being defended. The abs entry makes no difference if it's a drop pass or if they just give McKinnon the puck behind the net and tell him to go. And I know McKinnon's out now, but it, right. the drop pass isn't accomplishing anything because teams are playing the drop pass. Right. And, and all it takes to get teams to not play the drop pass again is one or two games of Kale McCart, and Byram,
0: whoever, just I mean, going. Hard. Use, use the drop pass. Just dump it in. Sure. Instead of trying to skate through all the guys who are standing at the blue line, just dump it in. Just throw it in over their head. You need you need to get them moving backwards a little. Yeah. bit. The defense that is. You need to get them off the blue line. Yeah. That's, that's. I mean, the, the drop pass isn't the problem. It's when they hit center ice. The drop. I mean, the drop. I mean, the sure. drop pass isn't. The drop pass gives a guy the the whole thing is that it gives a puck carrier with speed. Options to enter the zone. That's all it is. It's not. It's not complicated. But when they all stand up at the blue line and you skate right into them, you take away your own options. If You just throw it in over their head a few times. They start to respect that, especially if they, especially if they lose it. If they lose the 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 battle for those bucks, if you throw it in over their head and they go and retrieve it and throw it out of the zone. Well, that didn't work either. And that feels bad too. Even
2: even if it doesn't work, though, it's at least it plants the seed in the back of their
0: head, like, yeah, an option for you, right? Like, I mean, they see it a couple of times and they're saying, hey, this isn't what we scouted. We yep. need to adjust to this. Yeah, I'm saying all it has to do is just work a couple of times because uh, if it doesn't work, then they're just going to keep doing what they're doing, saying, hey, we're fine if you guys dump it. You know that's why you have to you have to dump it into the corner. You can't dump it in behind the net. And let the goaltender make a play. You've got to force them to skate to it and and go do something. So you, you build your identity around speed. Use it.
1: My favorite yeah, part of the flying V has always been that it is wildly offside.
2: Yeah, it's not a play you can actually run.
1: <laughs> love it though. <laughs> lo- 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 love the uh, love the idea.
2: Uh, okay, so look. The Avs need to use their speed. These days, when it comes to buying a home, you need to be pretty speedy. So, Chevalier Mortgage has your back. Chevalier Mortgage's ultimate goal is to take the stress out of buying and refinancing. They strive to give the borrowers options with their full financial picture in mind and with the highest level of integrity, always putting their borrowers first. Something to keep in mind if you're already a homeowner with prices going up is creating natural equity in your home. If you have mortgage insurance, chances are you can refinance out of that and make the bubble work for you. If you're in the buyer's market, obviously it's extremely stretchful, but Mike is a certified financial planner. So they can look at everything going on with you and make sure you get the exact right home loan. To get the home that you both want and need so check them out today at dnvrmortgage.com you can get a free consultation as well as a chance to win some free dnvr merch that's dnvrmortgage.com or you can call virginia directly at 303-257-6578 Michael Chevalier, NMLS1931006. Virginia Chevalier, NMLS1910631. Then hit up Green Mountain Dental Group. They are the best family dentist in the Denver metro area, just 15 minutes from downtown in Lakewood. They're giving you a free Sonicare toothbrush when you schedule a cleaning, x-ray, and exam with them. So just hit them up, get the toothbrush, take care of your teeth. It's basic stuff here. You're probably doing this anyway. Why not get a free Sonicare toothbrush? for your troubles and a great dentist to boot jump on and check out green mountain dental group today. And of course check out DraftKings Sportsbook, the number one rated sportsbook app out there right now. You bet $1 on any NFL team to score a point, any amount of points, as long as they don't get shut out next week, you win $100 in free bets. So it's a hundred bucks to play with on DraftKings where you can go bet on whatever you want, be it, basketball hockey football darts rugby you name it you can bet on pretty much every single sport under the sun with DraftKings Sportsbook and they're super easy to use you can deposit and withdraw with it whenever you want so you can put money in take money out that's what I've done I got my free bets cashed out won a couple of them took that money now I'm playing with house money on DraftKings just having fun with it don't have to worry about the, the money side of it at all really get a little bit of cash in there to do super slates and stuff like that. Maybe you'll hit one eventually and, and, and have a ton of money to play with. So (laughs) AJ, AJ hit 10 to 12 on week one, pretty close on, on a big 12 game week one. So one's gotta, gotta come through sometime this season. We're starting off that hot. It's gotta be the case. Uh, So, yeah come uh, come have some fun with us on DraftKings. Must be 21 or older, Colorado only, other terms restrictions and conditions apply. DraftKings sportsbook is an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Uh, must live in uh, you know, an a state where you can legally bet as well. So so make sure you do that. See draftkings.com/sportsbook for details. Of course, if you have a gambling problem call 1-800-522-4700. All right. Third period of the DNVR Avalanche podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Rudo, AJ, Jesse, talking about an Avs team that is clearly, clearly a bit hampered. There's nothing official on Sam Girard, but he did leave practice today with something. Um, expectations are he's gonna play probably Thursday. Based on what Bednar said, but nothing for sure yet. So maybe he misses Thursday, and but it doesn't sound like he'll be out long term. Yeah,
1: he. So at practice yesterday, I, I I noticed it, and I almost tweeted something out about it, but I I, I he finished the practice, so I ended up not really thinking much of it. Um, he Sam Gerard had a couple different times where in the middle of a drill, um, he'd skate hard for a puck, and he'd kind of you know lean over and wince a bit. Uh, they blow the whistle and you'd see him stretching out. It, it looked like it was something upper, upper leg, uh, thigh, <laughs> groin area, unfortunately, hopefully not. Um, he, like I said, he stretched out a few times. He, he finished practice going at full speed. Um, it was really kind of when the puck wasn't near him or in between drills. And I noticed him really, um, like I said, he seemed like he was in some level of discomfort, um, but he finished practice sounds like he, you know, Sounds like he should be. If it is a game, maybe it's just a game or two. Uh, I think maybe just at, at most a small tweak of something.
2: Okay. I yeah. I, I think nothing too serious. Certainly as an injury goes, based on that, and and certainly it, Bednar didn't seem like it was going to be anything long term. And what little he did say about it, so not going to go too deep into it, but certainly. Right now, the abs just can't seem to shake this injury bug top to bottom um, at a certain point, yes, every team is gonna go through adversity right you're gonna every team's gonna face some level of injuries but w- at what point does facing injuries become
0: too much of a mountain to climb that changes every year, yeah. Okay. And,
1: and, and I think, I think, um, I think they've got to be stacked pretty high for you to say like, look, this is just something that, I mean, like, honestly, I go back to that Dallas series where when you're starting
2: they, your third goaltender yeah. Yeah,
1: game seven overtime. And Jared Bednar even talked about that after that. I think it was a couple days after the game seven, not necessarily in the post game. But he was saying, like, look, the injuries we had, guys were not close to coming back. Had we found a way to get that next goal and get through, we would have been going up against a fully healthy Vegas team with, with
2: Michael Hutchinson still right in with it. Michael
1: <laughs> Hutchinson. You know, no, this guy, this guy, and that's to me, and and I know that's the playoffs. But like, that's what your roster's got to look like, where you do just step back and go. Look, this, this, this isn't even close to the actual team roster. Like this may just, at this point, this is a different team. It may just be too much to overcome. Um, the abs have only had a couple games like that where the injuries have really been stacked for one game. What's been frustrating is exactly what's happening right now. It seems like for every guy that comes back into the lineup, another key guy goes out. And And while it's frustrating to me, this is still stuff that you have to overcome. If you are a true contender, a true team that is built to go in a Stanley cup. This is stuff that you have to prove you can overcome. Um, Because right now the the injuries suck. They're annoying. They're nagging, but you're getting enough guys back that, that you, you need to be able to overcome this um, to, to, to solidify yourself as, Hey, we are one of these teams at the top of the league. Um, They haven't played like it this year, but this is another chance for them to prove it. In my opinion.
2: All right another chance to prove it maybe that's what this team needs this team needs to to have a reason to prove something um now's the time it, at the end of the day it doesn't matter if they're healthy injured whatever they're four five and one and they got to start winning hockey games so yep. i don't really have a ton to add other than that anything else you guys want to say final thoughts i don't have anything
0: aj you good super glad i wrote an in-depth piece that was made irrelevant by the nathan mckinnon news (laughs) (laughs) three hours later that was great
2: go check out aj's piece though because there is a bunch of super cool information about the abs and their rough start in there so check Uh, it out also
1: we're also on our second week of power rankings aj did last week i uh took a shot at it this week um so that's that's a piece that (laughs) aj after we got off our uh our uh pod yesterday he goes hey and if it takes you three hours don't say i didn't warn you and i was like oh i'm gonna try to be a little less wordy and even even with me going shorter on on a lot of my descriptions those uh yeah they're definitely they're definitely uh not quick because once you start getting into that there's just so much stuff that that you realize you're juggling back and forth but no it's a ton of fun to write so uh make sure you guys are keeping up with that every week
2: yeah Great time to become a member of DNVR, get that annual membership, get the free shirt, get big beers at the bar, a bunch of other stuff as well. Plus all of our content, you know, that stuff's pretty cool too. Mm-hmm. Can read, uh, read up about all the things on that doggo cam. Uh, always a victory when you get doggo cam. So enjoy the doggo chat. We love all of you. Thank you for watching, listening, however you consume the podcast. We will be back tomorrow with the, uh, with the post game on whatever happens against Vancouver. For Colorado we hope to see at the bar or at very least in the chat of the post game podcast until then Jesse's dog we'll talk to you later